0: You know what they call black label in pittoria?
1: I have no idea.
0: Zamalek. So they're just going to drink these toys tomorrow. That's all they're going to do.
1: I I could hear there was absolutely no sincerity in your song there. hi Clive, you know, no, man, you must be patriotic. You must support Cabo Yellow, you know, tomorrow. Don't be like that. Don't be like that. But the the Asian markets, they traded narrowly uh, mixed this morning. So what's going on?
0: I think it was just uh, a bad case of recovering from what happened earlier on. The Chinese started coming out, really hitting hard. Uh, unexpected lows there for the production side. Uh, The consumer right was up a little bit. It looked like it was going to continue to be that way. In any case, we're expecting the September numbers to come up uh, a little bit more, um, I suppose, uh, uh, more exciting than what we saw because, obviously, we've been having uh, some good results coming out of China of late. So uh, this was a disappointment. The Asian markets, did trade a little bit mixed, uh, mostly key up they were slightly in the positive, most of them. Uh, the exposure traded drag global risk sentiment lower uh, this morning. So the Japanese Nikkei, as you mentioned, that was down already by 0.05%. And if you look at exactly what happened there, the topic as well, uh, that fell by 0.14%. The cost rate um, also slightly a bit higher by 0.51%. In Australia... You know where Australia is? Um, that the ASX 200 traded up by 0.07% uh, with the material sector the one that actually contributed the most at about 70 basis points. Uh, while the heavily weighted financial sector was a little bit down by 0.13%, which sort of dragged a little bit uh, of the performance for the ASX 200 there. Major miners in Australia traded down. Uh, we had the real Tinto uh, dropping there by 1.6%. Sakina Kina forty two was also down by 1.3%. So we had the BHP Bulletin also down by 1.38%. So we're looking at the Thailand uh, Stock Exchange as well, which was expected to trade um, a little bit under uh, today. It says the news passing of the country's 88-year-old king, uh, Bumabu. I don't know if you know him. Did you know this guy? I, no. It, was the, first time I, it was the first time I was hearing about him. And you should have seen those 2 or Thailand. Thai people, they were so emotional and crying and living roses. Oh, I felt sorry for them. Um, obviously, we have our own king here. Oh, king, we Yeah, yeah, we've got our own king as well. It's our own monarch. What, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: we have a few actually. But uh, the yeah. Chinese September exports affect uh, emerging markets, including South Africa. How have they affected us?
0: Um, what happened, Sekiro, you know, is that we saw a stock yesterday after the Chinese export revived concern about the health of the world's second biggest economy. Uh, the RAND, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but it recouped slightly at some losses there against the dollar, uh, but it still traded near uh, its previous four uh, week lows. Its investors threatened that the finance minister of Gordon could be removed from his job. I don't know how factual that would be, but uh, those are the rumors that were making the rounds yesterday. And we saw the top uh, the top 40 index uh, falling by 2.31%, uh, with about 44,006 points down. Uh, the all-share index was also down 2.04%. And it seems like, that you know, there's this uh, whole cloud. I call it a cloud because, um, you know, when when you have unexpected, uh, unexpected measures that you're working with, you don't know, where the lightning is actually going to come and strike, you know. So maybe we'll get somebody who actually understands how lightning gets struck, and then we can talk to somebody. Maybe, I don't know, I've got connections in limpopo there. You um, can see what we can mm-hmm, do. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, these mm-hmm. this investors... Ah, you're
1: not taking me there with you. No, no, no. <laughs> no, Clive, no.
0: But, but, but what investors want to know, for Kida, they want security. So i was looking at this, and there's persistent concern over, obviously, the weak growth, uh, in China. Uh, there's also, a uh, way down by the assets uh, in the region, exporting raw materials, which is slightly weakened. It affected some of the emerging markets. So everybody's just a little bit concerned at the moment what is taking place. We also have the Fed as well, for so, you know, obviously raising, in, uh, raising interest rates perhaps maybe in December. So a lot of investors are really um, trying to make out what is the end of the 2016 going to look like. And it seems like not really a lot of them know what is actually going to happen.
1: Well, then, Clive, uh, just very quickly, of course, with everything that's going on about uh, the uh, the state capture report by the public protector oh. and, um, yeah. you know, Praveen Gordon and his legal woes, uh, s and uh, Africa head uh, now, uh, that, uh, he's come out to warn that it is not business as usual for South Africa. I think we all know that. But, of course, when he yeah. says it, yeah, you know, we need to listen uh I guess a lot more closely. So, what exactly is going on?
0: Yeah, the guy is from uh, shut up and and poor. No, sorry, and uh, uh standard and
1: incorrigible Paul. is the <laughs> word.
0: <laughs> I I would be very worried to a trusting uh, agency that comes from seventy calls. This is his name is Conrad Reese. That's a very very. Oh, deep name and passionate. And he was very passionate about talking about what is at risk here if the political turmoil continues to be hinting the finance ministry. But, Takina, let's be honest, you and I, my sister. Take away the political aspect. If we're rating agencies, despite political uh, instability, the economy in South Africa this year really, really has recovered a lot from where we were sitting uh, at the opening part of this year. We have seen growth of 3.3%. We have seen the rent strengthen. We have seen jobs numbers improve, even though it was not by much. We have seen our, um, our companies, our manufacturing companies, uh, uh, do some good output. We saw our deficit come down. We, imp- we, e- we-, we exported more than we, import- we we imported. I think that is some good news. And so if I were to strip out the political tension and just focus on just the economics, which I would do because I would have a 90-10 sort of uh, gauge because I would concentrate more on the economy and its performance as opposed to the 10%, which is the political turmoil that is taking place. So if I look at the 90%, we're doing relatively well on that. And if this is the truth, then I don't see why we should be getting a downgrade, to be honest with you, uh, in December, because I think... Uh, fundamentally, we look at our economy. We've recovered well. We've spoken to the right people. We've convinced them. Uh, Minister Gordon has done it. President Zuma has been traveling. Remember, even from the beginning of the year, he's been doing that as a CEO's uh, initiative that's taking place that is convincing business to build confidence within business in the global sector. So I think, in in a nutshell, if I was looking at 2016, I would really hate to see how, uh, where the downgrade would be coming from. I'd hate to see it happen uh, with the South African economy. With that in mind, I just want to say, Good luck to the uh, Sunday one of the yellow for tomorrow. And I just want to wish them a wonderful weekend. <laughs> good job.